On this episode of the podcast, we're going to be covering a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff, and it's mindset. And we're going to talk about mostly how to stop asking yourself, am I doing this right? Because that means one thing, ladies and gents, that means that you are comparing yourself to others and we don't want that. So this episode is for you if you're just starting out or if you feel like fear is creeping back in when it comes to building your online biz. Welcome back to the Virtually Free Podcast. On today's episode, I have Amy Hayes with me. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. How's your day going? It's going really well. Um, We've had a little bit of summer drama in Fort Lauderdale, but we're all we're all doing fine and um, moving on through. And yeah, it's been a good day. Um, Awesome. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you do, Amy? Yeah, absolutely. I am the co-founder of the Global Creator Studio, along with my sister, Katie. And I'm a business coach that helps multi-passionate entrepreneurs sort through all of the ideas in their head. And so beat overwhelm and find focus and build their business and their brand on really solid foundations that don't feel so heavy. Ooh, I love that. How long have you been doing that for? Oh, we joined forces probably last September. So about a year ago, and we both come from a branding design, um, that more of the aesthetic Mm-hmm. side of things. And we first started doing websites and branding. And what we found was that before anybody needed like a big fancy website package or branding package, they really needed the clarity on what they're doing. And so we transitioned probably as quickly as last, let's say October, November into more of the teaching module and the coaching module of helping people really identify what those business foundations look like, what their offers actually are, what they even want to do and sorting those questions out before they invested, you know, a lot of money into building a big shiny platform. Yeah, that's, that's really great. I love, I love to hear that you're, you kind of, you got your feet wet and you're like, oh, this is like, it'd be so much better if we, you know, switch to educational stuff because I, I've seen the same thing. I worked not in branding and website creation, but you know, the virtual assistant space where it comes to like sales funnels and landing pages and all that fun stuff. Yep. Some people come and they're like, Oh, I want a funnel or I want, I want to create this and I want that. I'm like, okay, cool. What's your message? And they're like, what? And I'm like, you don't even have your message down yet. They're like, well, I just know I need like a funnel. So it's, 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 I find it so interesting as people in like, not this, I say support, sphere I don't mean it in like a weird way I, I've gotten some backlash on that actually but it's another <laughs> what it is another conversation for another time <laughs> the people but quote-unquote behind the scenes or whatever um that you really see that there is a lot of people out there that they they know what they want to make a big they know they want to kick butt in the online space but they don't really know where to go so that's great that you filled that gap to help them so how how is that journey been because I mean I started virtual in the coaching industry like four years ago and it was it was just really starting to ramp up then and it's just exploded so I'd love to hear uh, a little bit about that journey yeah of course I mean my journey I started back in the day let's say as an artist 
And so I always came from things from the creative side. And then I wanted to have a more practical application of the fine art degree that I got in Florida. And I decided to pursue interior design. And this ties to my story because I ended up doing my design studies in London and Paris. So I moved overseas and I spent almost eight years living back and forth between overseas and Florida. Um, Cause once I finished all my degrees and I was trying to get my visa to stay and work in France and I could never get that working visa. So I ended up down in Australia working for a design firm in Melbourne. And so I had this massive like freedom-based lifestyle, lots of travel, lots of moving all around. And when I came back to Florida and, and this was around the time of all the big recessions, like there wasn't any interior design job. So I was kind of by default entered the digital world, but I didn't really have a clear idea of what I was doing. I tried blogging. I tried writing for magazines. I had skills in web design and design from my artistic um, and interior design background. So I was trying to like mishmash all these skills together into whatever someone was willing to pay me for. And I mean, it works because you can hustle it out like that and get clients, but it's not sustainable in the long run. Yeah. And it wasn't until I really sat down and decided like that bigger vision for myself and where I wanted to be and what actions I could take or what I could offer that were most aligned with getting me there, that I really found that clarity to say no to all the things that I could do, but didn't mean that I should do and start to really focus on building something that was going to bring me closer to that, that bigger picture that I, I wanted for myself. So what did that bigger picture look like when you were, you know, creating that? Because I think that's um, a very interesting question that a lot of us don't get to answer. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And like, mine's not fancy. Like my bigger picture isn't, I want to solve world peace and, you know, <laughs> some of these lofty goals that when we think about what's my mission, what's my why, like mine is I want to book plane tickets every six weeks and be able to work from the road. That sounds and, great. Yeah. And I want to not spend the majority of my day on social media or staring at my computer screen, just churning out work, which some people really enjoy doing. Like they like being in the, the thick of the design process and things like that. So my personal is I like having conversations. I like being on the road and being mobile and flexible. And so when I was trying to create the how of how I was going to get there. I looked at the different things that I was doing. So like web design requires a lot of screen time because you're literally on the internet building websites. And with coaching and the consulting that I was doing, like I get to talk to people all day and I get to help facilitate their breakthroughs. And that was more aligned for me, for my bigger picture of how I wanted to spend my time and the freedom that I wanted to travel and have more experiences and, and, the lifestyle that I was aspiring to have. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's awesome. I really just, I really want to talk about like the idea of like how you're going to get there and like the why, because yeah, I just find it interesting that, uh, so many people, at least, I mean, I don't know, maybe I just get, have got stuck in a horrible little section of the ad space, but everything I see lately when it comes to marketing and, uh, trying to get people to buy their products when it's not done in like a really like nice authentic way. It's always like talking about money 
and money and money and money. And like, I love that you were like, you know, I just want to be able to not be on social media all day. Like I, I'm not even on social media on day, all day, but I'm on it too much. And I would love to incorporate that into my like ideal life as well. But the biggest struggle that I like see with entrepreneurs, and I'm sure you see this too, Amy, is that some people are doubting if they're doing it right. Like, because you don't, you like these people are like, oh, like you want Lamborghinis and like nice watches and like girls on your arm. Or there's the people that are like, oh, I want to be a YouTube star and, you know, jump off cliffs and stuff or do some crazy stuff. But um, how do you, or how did you start on that path of figuring it out? Like, okay, like, am I doing this right? Because it was such an alternative path. Yeah, absolutely. And so this is where, again, like having that greater vision is so, so powerful because like you're going to figure out the how on the way. Everybody's figuring it out as they go. And when we hit roadblocks or it gets hard, that doesn't mean that we're doing it wrong, but we do, we tend to make it mean something about ourselves. Like we tend to tell ourselves the stories when something gets hard, that we don't know enough, that someone else knows better and that obviously there must be something wrong if I'm hitting this roadblock, instead of just embracing that difficulties are on any path that you choose. And like nothing, like even when I was living overseas and I was an expat, like it wasn't that it was easy moving to France. Like I didn't speak French when I first got there. I had all these paperwork things that I had to do, but you just got through them because the greater goal was to live in Paris. So hard didn't mean I had to quit. So that's one way that people that I see entrepreneurs, they, they look at hard or they look at roadblocks or this question of, am I doing it right as reasons for them to quit and, and um, say it's too hard for them or it's a challenge. And so obviously if there's a challenge, I'm not, I must not be aligned. I need to pivot versus this is a challenge and it's something that I can overcome by being diligent and getting through it. The other side of the, am I doing it right question is that we try to um, fix it by doing more. And this is what leads to the burnout. Like, okay, my sales funnel didn't work. So obviously this means that I'm not spending enough time on social media. I need to promote myself more. I need to do this and I'm promoting myself on Instagram, but let's add LinkedIn to the list. And so you start to pile on even more to do's to try to force an outcome instead of you know, taking a moment, pausing, and then reconsidering how you can show up in a more effective way and, and stay and do less, but better. So instead of doing it right, because there really is no criteria as to how, like there's no magic formula that all of a sudden you get it and it clicks and that that's the formula that everybody that's successful is using. Like everybody has figured out what what works for them and they figured it out in the trenches so that when you start to ask yourself am i doing it right you can reframe that in your mind by saying oh look at me i'm in the trenches i'm figuring it out this is how it's supposed to happen this is the process yeah exactly and what you said about it, them using or people using it as an excuse to quit like that resonates with me so much like i see it so often and it and I'm sure I've been there, not in my, like, not my business, but in other areas of life. Like, I'm sure I've been there. Like, but we have, yeah, exactly. We have all been there, but we, we almost use it as like, as, as you said, like a scapegoat. We're like, oh, it's hard. It, it's exactly what everyone has told us. Or if you, you know, are unfortunate enough to have those people in your life, but yes. like it validates what they said. Okay. Well, they were right. So I'm going to quit. But 
I, I'm actually just, I'm listening to Mel Robbins, like the audio book that she just put out on Audible like a few months ago. And it, she uses the example of Michael Jordan and how he was cut from his basketball team because he was uh, not good enough or too short or whatever it was. And how he had two options. He, he was told that he couldn't, he didn't make it because of X, Y, or Z. And he could have said, okay, I believe you, and just stop there and quit. And then we wouldn't know who he is. And he wouldn't have produced the best movie ever, Space Jam. But we're not like, <laughs> right? Pop culture Love movie. <laughs> but he, he was like, you know what? No, I'm going to come back and I'm going to make my school team next year. And he, he practiced. And he didn't, as you said, he didn't pivot in a total new direction. He was like, okay, whatever I've been doing in this space hasn't been working. What can I learn from that to... Uh, reframe my practice strategy and then learn and like get better and then eventually make the team. Right. And I love that because it's, it's a reminder that, okay, like the reason that people say this is so hard, the reason people say that like not that many people make it is because it's hard. Yeah. And sometimes we give ourselves excuses to quit and that's, we let discomfort be the, the thing that blocks us from actually fulfilling our dreams when, and these thoughts come up in our mind, like, you know, sometimes it's not as obvious as somebody told me, I can't do this, or you're aware that you think it's hard. Sometimes the thoughts are very subtle saying, well, this just isn't for me, or this isn't going to work for me. I need to try another way versus like, what if you were so close? Like it was one more, one more practice was the difference maker for Michael Jordan or one more, um, you know, Instagram live until you're like, oh, okay. Or Facebook live and Instagram story where you're like, okay, now I get it. I'm more comfortable with it. Like that, that getting to the point where if you decide that it's not working, you're making that decision based off of actual data-driven results and not from that emotional place of you feel like you're drowning in it because you're not gonna be able to make a good decision in that space yeah and i've i've done that like i've overworked myself so many times falling into the trap that you mentioned earlier about like when it doesn't work we like trick ourselves into thinking the more like we produce or the more volume it will be better when you have to learn to work smarter you can't like not harder right so right um yeah and like I always come back to this like if you are asking and not to like downplay this question at all but like (laughs) if you are asking like am I doing it right like you should be so happy that you're doing it because exactly how many books out there like most of the self-help industry is about motivation and getting people into action and you are in motion right now and that in itself is beautiful right yeah. So like, if you're saying, am I doing it right? Like at least you're doing something and no one is going to be able to tell you that you, it's your own perception. And maybe you have a really good day and you feel like you're rocking it. And maybe the next day something falls flat and all of a sudden you're wallowing in like, I'm not good enough thoughts again. So like being able to be mindful of, even if something doesn't work, so what? You don't need to take that on as a reflection of your worth, your professionalism, the chances of you being successful in the future. It can just be, I tried something that didn't work. Okay. And just look at it. I always like to encourage people to look at it as get it out of your head, get it on paper, like track whatever you're trying to do so that you can look at it like a math problem or identifying patterns. Like, okay, I showed up on Instagram every day for the last two weeks and this is the result it got. 
And then you can, you can really tell just from the data, like, is this a good use of my time or do I need to tweak something in the equation to try to produce a different result? But it, it takes it out of that emotional place and it just becomes like a math problem. Like A plus B equals C, how can I tweak A and B to get a different C? Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the idea of tracking social media, like I'm so on a habit, like I'm on a habit binge right now. I just, I <laughs> read everything about habit and all that stuff. And what I thought of when you were talking about that is like the idea of like compound interest on the actual like activity or task you're doing. So the fact that you're hopping on Instagram live every single day and you're seeing that momentum in two weeks, like what is it going to be in, you know, two months? And then what is it going to be in two years? Exactly. It's going to be amazing. And then, you know, also just from an algorithm standpoint, Instagram loves that. So love you. yeah, yeah. It's like a win-win. Yeah. And you have like a track record of proof that on those moments when you feel like you're not doing it right, because you feel like you haven't gotten anywhere, because that's the story we tell ourselves. Yeah. And you can look back and say, oh, look, look at all this. Look where I started. Like even just, yeah, like you said, a month ago, two weeks ago, a year ago, and like, oh my goodness, I've made so much progress. And instead of being so focused on how far we think we still have to go, you can, you can take a moment to give yourself a little bit of credit and be like, yeah, this is, this is working. I have the proof right here. Cause our brain likes to look for proof of the negative. Like, and we feed ourselves proof of why it's not working or why we're not going to get somewhere with it. And it's, it's working with that brain space to reframe it and say, I have gotten somewhere. I have the written records of, of all this that I've accomplished. Even if it was one baby step, one micro conversion at a time, like that adds up to huge results over time. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, it's just, it's so fun. It's just, I love this stuff. I just, I'm so into like, like just self mastery and all that, all those things. So like, I just, I'm sitting there like, Ooh, it's so exciting. Um, but okay. So you coach multi-passionate, uh, entrepreneurs. So that must mean that you are also a multi-passionate entrepreneur and you also basically told us you were, but what do you feel is the biggest struggle for you? And then my second slash follow-up question is, is this a similar struggle that you see in your clients as well? Absolutely. Like my biggest struggle, I mean, I'm not immune to any of these thoughts or any of these patterns myself, but um, being able to practice some constraint with my own ideas. And, you know, let's say I have an idea that I want to be more active on Instagram and not like over assigning myself and saying, I'm going to spend an hour a day on the app and post every day and reach out to five new accounts every day. And like, it sounds like, well, it's just an hour of my day and it's just five accounts. But if you're not in that habit yet, it's like trying to run a marathon, like two weeks into your training, like everybody would laugh at you for trying to, you know, like, why did you bite off more than you could chew? So practicing some constraint. And even if I'm developing a daily habit that feels really, really easy, like just developing that habit and only taking on more once that, um, I don't have to even think about doing that anymore. So maybe it's only 20 minutes on Instagram and one post and one outreach. And then, or maybe I just do one of those each day until I've developed a habit that I can build upon. Cause I think a lot, a lot of people do this. Like we have these great ideas. We want to execute them and we want to execute them now. And we want the results yesterday. So yeah. <laughs> we try to make these like leaps and bounds, like grand gestures to the universe. Like, well, if I show up in a huge way, then manifestation laws, if you want to call them that, like I should get that back tenfold because, but we can't, we burn ourselves out so quickly. 
going about it that way. And like I said, I'm, it's something I struggle with. I always have a million ideas for ways I want to show up and serve. And I have to be really careful to not overextend myself and, and end up being stretched too thin and then wanting to just take a nap all day. Yeah. And that, like that idea of patience comes back to what, like what I was saying earlier about it is like the compound interest. Like you've got to have that like time to see the, um, like the results like blossom because I, like, as you said, like we want, we want to start today, but have the results like yesterday, you know, like let's just, let's <laughs> just, like that way. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it. I'm the most impatient person I know it's, it's been a learning curve and like all my friends and family and they would agree. But, um, like the one thing that I've learned like to really like help with that is to understand like, okay, like it's going to take some time. Like just because I'm now committed, doesn't mean that, yeah, rules of manifestation are going to give it to me right away. Um, and I love that you bring that up (laughs) all about it. I believe in it so much, but like, there's some, there's definitely, you don't get it like that. Oh yeah. Wake up and you have like, yeah. Hopes and dreams in front of you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. It's really just like celebrating those small wins and again, giving yourself credit. Like, cause if you're starting to build a habit, a daily habit or a weekly habit, like you're increasing your integrity in your own word, you start to trust yourself to follow through. And then you start taking more actions because like, if you put something on your to-do list, then you trust that you're going to get it done. And that's what actually manifests the results. But you have to, like, you have to start like, meet yourself where you are and build those habits and then let the like said compound interest, let them build on themselves and um, just realize that it's a practice. Like it's not going to be perfect every day. And you might have, you know, some days are going to be harder than others. And some days are going to be like a breeze and you feel like you can do more, but kind of letting them even out over time and just slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like there's definitely an element of like, just be like, loving to yourself as well like in this process like don't be too hard on yourself like get that you know get that to-do list done but as you said like if you don't get it done like get one thing on it done one day okay then it goes on the list tomorrow first thing like it's not like this is a process like we're still learning and we're growing our business and it's not gonna look perfect right now and it really never will yeah with it each day in and out like it's gonna slowly become more and more like what we envision Right. And I think too, just really embracing the fact that like this whole, there's going to be self-doubt. There's going to be things that don't get done on your to-do list. And there's going to be things that fail no matter what level of business you're at. Like you can be a seven figure entrepreneur. You're going to have the same experiences, you know, maybe on a different level or different with different, you know, details, but maybe if we just took the pressure off of ourselves by not saying, well, once I hit the finish line, then all of this struggle and challenges will go away. Like they're not going to go away. You just kind of shift a little bit and being okay with the fact that it's not going to (laughs) be sunshine and rainbows and pots of gold. Once you hit X level, then it kind of takes the, you know, the rush to get there out of the equation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I've been really struggling with this and I'm really trying to be, you know, present in the moment and enjoy the ride because the building parts, like the parts we're in right now is what we're going to look back on and be like, that was so much fun. We didn't, you know, we, we were just there or we were, you know, 10 steps away from getting to like our like big aha moment or whatever it is. And it's, it's so, it's so good to have that reminder. And like, thank you for coming on the show and talking about it because 
we really just live, it, I feel like in the online space, especially as women, we, we really want to achieve so much, which is so amazing, but we want it to happen faster. And sometimes it just like will not. So, um, <laughs> so I have a question. Yeah. Uh, so I have one more question or a few more questions yeah, for you, but okay. So what you, you've covered a lot and it's been so helpful, but if there's like one thing that you would say to someone that's doubting themselves, not necessarily if they're asking, am I doing this right? Or maybe they are, or maybe it's a different way they're doubting themselves. Like what's the one way to, or like, well, the first step into stopping doing that. Yeah. One of my favorite tools that I tell clients that are like really down on themselves or really feel buried by their to-do list is to actually throw it away because it's not serving them in any capacity. Like if you need to do a brain dump of all the things you'd like to get done that week, just so you don't forget something like, sure, do that. But then like put it in the drawer and don't look at it again, unless you like, put appointments on your calendar. And then instead of finishing each day, looking at all the things left on that to-do list, finish each day by writing down what you accomplished. So create more of a have done list because then you, you start to train your brain to look at the, like everything that you've accomplished in that day. Even if you felt like you were scattered and you were pulled in a million directions, like if you look back and you're able to write down three things that you, or five things that you did that day, you can go, huh, I really wasn't doing nothing. I don't need to be down on myself for not accomplishing anything because it's not true. And here's the proof. So if they're really struggling in like not being able to get motivated or yeah, like self doubt and questions of, am I doing it right? Just start to accumulate those small wins and, and look at them and be like, okay, yeah, look, I, I am doing it. And that's, that's good enough for right now. Great. That was great advice. Fantastic. So much better. I'm so bad at this. Cause I'm still in the stage where like, I doubt myself a little bit. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. No, um, but Amy, it was so lovely having you on the show and I'm so happy we got to connect. Oh, thanks for having me. I had a great time. Great time chatting. It's I love, I love these. Cause they're so, they're like, just, they're like conversations. And I just, I always learn so much from every single one. And I always say this every single time, but I will not stop saying it. So it, it's great to connect with you. And I feel like when people come on the show, it's exactly at the right time. So thank you so much. And as always, I ask our experts to leave the audience with some words of wisdom. So I'll hand it over to you. Yeah. So words of wisdom, you know, honestly, I would just say tap into that like future vision of yourself, be able to use that as the guiding light. And then your services, your offerings, your business is the vehicle to get you there. <laughs>